Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of Prayer 2021 for today, which is April 17th. The scripture reading for today is from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling, and that by his power he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Let's go to Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, it is our desire to come before you this day, thanking you and praising you with thanksgiving from our hearts and praise on our lips. We thank you, Father, for working through us to get your will accomplished in this earth in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that someone somewhere this day will receive that word of wisdom and knowledge through the Holy Spirit and gain an understanding of the power of prayer and then put it to use in their life and be a blessing to others. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Today we're going to start talking. Yesterday we covered what Jesus said about prayer. And today we're going to start talking about what is commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer. Now, you may think, well, this won't take very long. I got that memorized already. Well, that's where you are wrong. Amen. <laughs> this is going to take me a few days to work through, all right? Because yeah, almost everyone is familiar what is, with what is traditionally called the Lord's Prayer. It's in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. What Jesus, though, is saying in these passages of Scripture is not necessarily a prayer for us to pray word for word. But in it, Jesus is he's giving us some principles in connection with prayer that will work for us today. Now, Matthew 6, 19, or 6, chapter 6, verse 9 through 13, says, After this manner, therefore pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And, and then we say, we always pray in Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Now, some things that people have said about this prayer are a little misleading, I guess you could say. You see, this prayer is not the Lord's Prayer. That's what we call it. It's not the Lord's Prayer in the sense that Jesus taught this for the church, the church, to pray. Jesus gave this prayer to his disciples to use when they asked him, teach us how to pray. Certainly, this prayer is not how the New Testament church should be praying. For this is the method Jesus taught his disciples to pray before his death, and especially before his burial and resurrection. In other words, Jesus gave this prayer to his disciples to use at a time when they were still technically under the Old Covenant. Remember, the New Covenant wasn't established yet. Actually, the Lord's Prayer was given to his disciples as a way to pray during the transition between the fulfillment of the Old Covenant and the beginning of the New Covenant. In that sense, Jesus was giving his followers a way to pray during that interim period 
between covenants. And Jesus' followers had a sort of a, a promissory note on their salvation because they had believed in Jesus and had followed Jesus. Amen? Under the old covenant, nobody asked anything in Jesus' name. He even taught that. But he, as we've already talked about previously under the new covenant, when the church prays, we're supposed to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Now, there are some things, however, you know, we can learn from the Lord's Prayer that will bless us. And that's what we'll be going over starting today and running for the next few days. All right. First, we need to pray to the Father. Jesus began by saying, after this manner. He did not say, when you pray, repeat this after me. He did not teach like that. He said, after this manner. That indicates a pattern. Not a word-for-word -word diatribe, okay? I know that steps on the, you know, this just steps all over the theological toes out there. But get over it, amen? Yeah, I said get over it. Praise God, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. We know that everyone is not a child of God. Any arguments on that? Everyone in the earth right now is not a child of God. Under the new covenant... Only those who have been born again are considered children of God. Jesus' followers could pray this way, Our Father, and because, as I just said, they basically had a promissory note from Jesus that because they believed in him, they were going to be born again soon after his resurrection. The unsaved today could pray this prayer all day long, but the only effect would be like someone reciting a, a poem from memory. It means absolutely nothing in their heart. The word Father is not for the unsaved person. It is only for those who have been born again. It is only for those who are in the kingdom of God. It is only for those who have a relationship with God through Christ Jesus. A very simple, very simple example would be, Let's say one of your friends was the, the son or daughter of a very wealthy, influential billionaire. And he invited, your, your friend, he or she invited you to spend the weekend with them at the family estate. And there are several siblings of this person. And they all, every, one of, every single one of them refer to their father as father. Father, I would like you to meet my friend. Father, what time is dinner going to be? You know, things like this. They don't call him dad. They don't call him pop, right? Not Mr. So-and-so, you know, so forth. They call him father. That is a perfectly natural expression. It shows their respect and at the same time demonstrates a relationship that, you know, that they are part of the family. They are in a special, a special group that can only address him as father. Now, I'm sure someone of that influential will have business associates coming over. They call him Mr. So-and-so, right? Uh, you know, but nobody calls him Pop. Nobody calls him Daddy. It's Father. How would it sound if you, because you're visiting your friend that weekend, and you start addressing him as Father instead of Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, you know, whatever, whoever the person is that you're, you're meeting with? But, you know, you're standing there and you're 
him a question for him. Say, Father, could I ask you a question? Instead of Mr. So-and-so? I mean, everyone there, all of your friend and all of the siblings and maybe someone else, they're going to look at you like, what? What did he just say? I mean, it would just seem a little awkward, right? The first time you ever met him and you start calling him father. I mean, you definitely get quizzical looks. Maybe even pull aside and rebuke a little bit. Why? Because you do not have that type of relationship. You do not have the same type of relationship that they do. You are not part of that family unit. You are an outsider. You have no right, you have no authority to address him by using the term used by his children as father. Well, this is the same way concerning the Lord's Prayer. It is only to be used effectively by born-again children of the Most High God. All right, we'll cover more of this tomorrow. Right now, I want to pray for you that, that you would recognize the importance of having this type of right relationship with God through Christ Jesus. That, he, that way, you can address the creator of the universe with the respectful but endearing term of Father. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this teaching this day. We thank you for this little tidbit of scriptural knowledge about the Lord's Prayer. We pray for forgiveness of our sins, the gift of everlasting life, the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, and Father, we thank you for doing this for us. We praise you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, bless the work of our hands this day, and may someone somewhere receive you as Savior this day and come into that right relationship with you and with our Father. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Do me a favor, leave a comment or rating down below. Uh, if you're starting a Christian podcast, be sure to visit podcastforchrist.com. Download that free resource, How to Launch a Christian Podcast. Amen. It'll bless you immensely. Till next time, it's Pastor Bob reminding you from 1 Thessalonians 5.17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.